Hello, hello, Tim Bartz here, Lama MacArthur Ford in Salina, Kansas, on with you uh, live here on Facebook, uh, on our, on our uh, Facebook uh, channel here. So thank you, thank you for joining us, and uh, I'll let people get in here. And uh, so don't forget, we'll do the, the normal stuff here. Of course, you are watching this live with us and not recorded if you do see the live right over here. Right, by the, right above the picture there. If you see it live up there, then you are watching this live with us. So throw your questions down below, and I'll try to answer as many as we can here. Uh, if you are not watching this live with us, so let me adjust this up just a little bit because those words are right on my forehead. Oh, there we go. Then email the guy at gmail.com, and we'll get to those questions as well between me and my assistant. Uh, we'll get those answered as quickly as possible for you if you're watching this recorded. So we have... Uh, Louie in here. Good evening. We got Mark in here as well. So don't shoot the messenger tonight. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. But let me see my camera off a little bit. I don't know. It looks like it's crooked to me. But anyway. So um, also don't forget too, we have the uh, Midwest Maverick meetup coming up here real soon. So kind of talk a little bit about that. It's uh, August 13th at Lakewood Park. So check out some of those. Pretty nice park there, and we have a bunch of people coming. Said they'll be there. We actually have a commercial running right now and through the state of Kansas about the event. So, And we have several people in Salina that do have a Ford Maverick, so they'll be bringing theirs as well. Uh, so definitely want to make sure you uh, come out and check that out. Uh, if you're able to in person, uh, even if you don't have a Maverick, come on out to the event. It's free to the public, uh, free to everybody as well. If you do bring your Maverick, then we do have a couple special uh, other things for you as well as bringing your Maverick. We're going to make this a yearly event. Uh, so that way, uh, you can, if you miss it this year, you can come next year. So, so make sure you're, uh, you're coming out. So hello, Jacob. And we got Jack and let's see here, Trish, Charles, welcome. And Sam. Oh, let me move this here. Hold on a second. My browsers. Let me shrink it down just a little bit and raise it up there. Oh, there we go. A little more room here to see the messages there. Okay, so moving on up. See, I miss anybody. Jennifer, welcome, welcome. We got John here. Um, yes, you liked <laughs> you liked the image there. So I was like. What can demonstrate the frustration that even us as dealers have? <laughs> so that's what I came up with. So, uh, all right. Now we got Mike here from North Carolina. We have Joseph. All right. Don. All right. Clarence. Uh, hold on. Clarence, what'd you say here? Got a ride on Lightning yesterday. Um, what's this I hear that Sarah hasn't got a ride in yours yet? She actually did not get a ride in mine, but she did get a ride in the, our demo when we got in. Uh, so she has, has ridden one, but maybe not mine. So we actually did take it to, uh, um, to last night we drove it, uh, to, um, out to the, uh, Coronado Heights, think about it. And, uh, took the grandson out there and had some fun out there, but drove it out there and, uh, drives good on the highway. Tell you what, uh, blue cruise is pretty cool. All right, so what else did I miss some? Have you heard about a, the new Fusion? Well, they've been talking about a new Fusion for a long time now, um, but have not heard anything recently. It may be more of a Europe version than the U.S., I'm not sure, but haven't heard anything more recent than that. Robert's here. Welcome, Robert. I think I heard that Sarah was on the phone with you yesterday, so I think we got some things figured out for you on our YouTube channel. And um, by the way, if those of you who don't know, uh, we do have pretty active videos on our YouTube channel. So youtube.com forward slash Law MacArthur. I'll leave that on there for the rest of the stream here so you can see that. And remember that we stream, we do a live stream on Tuesday night 
uh, as well. And on that one, we go a little more in depth to the first 30 minutes, 40 minutes uh, with different Ford news updates, information on production, everything like that. So, uh, so it looks like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen it. I think they're calling the fusion active, uh, if I remember right, but I haven't seen any more information on that, uh, since then, um, saw the video you're about Maverick dates being pushed to September. Yes, that is a bummer. So maybe we should talk about that now. Uh, so yeah, so the dates, uh, we have heard August 2nd is what they were pushed from the 15th to the 2nd. Uh, and then some people were putting out there that we heard that the 15th is for the hybrid, 2nd is for the EcoBoost. Uh, that was debunked. Uh, I talked about that Tuesday night that it was supposed to be the 2nd. And then uh, even yesterday, I, I asked the Ford rep, I said, are we sure on those dates? And she said, unless things change tomorrow, we're having a big meeting for all the zone reps uh, with uh, Ford headquarters on uh, on Thursday. If I hear anything differently, I'll let you know. I got an email this morning at 11 a.m. Central that it was pushed back to September. Uh, so I think, though, that Ford customer support was getting the information before even our zone reps got the information, which is really crazy. And they were telling customers this morning, and so it kind of was flooded the, the Facebook and Maverick Truck Club with that information. In fact, our zone rep wasn't giving any kind of date in September. Um, the customer support is giving a date of the 15th of September, uh, and I'm not quoting that because I'm not hearing that from Ford. So I, I, I get all my information from Ford or some source that I feel is reliable, and um, so um, getting it from somebody that said talk to somebody else, I'm not using that. So as soon as we get some information from Ford or our Ford reps, then I'll use that date, but until then, they are telling us September, so not any date in September. So we'll just have to see. It, it really could be the, the 15th, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is the 15th. But for right now, I'm not. I'm reserving to say any date to tie anything to that. So I uh, remember you said this uh, might happen. Oh, wait. Scroll on me. So William said, I remember when you said this might happen. You said it may even get pushed to October. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Um, somebody had mentioned that they had talked to... Their Ford rep and their Ford rep said because of commodity constraints. Um, I'm not sure if that would be the reason because that's been a, a problem all along. So I'm not sure about that unless it's a constraint on something new for this year that they're not able to get the parts for. That I could see being a main reason to you know hold off on the 23 and continue to build more 22s. So which could be kind of fun to find out what that is. So um, and a lot of people um, you know are looking. And trying to figure out, well, does this mean that 23s will be able to, or the, the 22s rolled over 23 will get it scheduled early? They didn't really say that. Um, some people have said um, the second is when we can go ahead and order the 20, uh, the people that have a 22 on the 23 and then September 15th for those that want a new 23. But I don't even think that's the truth, really, because we don't need that much time. We don't need, you know, a month and a half to put 22 orders in as 23s. Um, you know, uh, so we have probably, I think, 170 orders that are going to, that might get pushed over, but, um, you know, it shouldn't, I mean, most dealerships, they have that, that quantity of orders. They should be able to, you know, make that adjustment within a couple months or a couple weeks anyway. All right. So Tim said, what do you, uh, do you happen to know if I order a 23 and then later the 22 comes in? Would that automatically cancel my 23? It wouldn't automatically cancel your 23. You would have to ask your dealer to cancel it at that point. So, so I got a copy of VVR yesterday from my dealer. Very interesting. All right, my lease ends February 22nd. Well, yeah, 
I would actually, if I were you, Robert, um, I feel like right now, the if the values stay like they are in next February as they are now, I would buy out your lease anyway, and then you and get a new loan for the rest of the the rain, remainder, and then use it as a trade in. That's what I would do. Um, did that on my uh, on uh, my expedition. Well. <laughs> I'm glad I bought it out anyway because my expedition has been about four months behind anyway. But uh, that was my plan all along. So my expedition is worth about ten grand more than my lease buyout was. So I went ahead and just bought out the lease. You know, we got a loan for it. So what I did. So, all right. Deke said I'm staying positive about the Maverick ordering delay. Uh, perhaps Ford didn't want to start taking orders next week, only to come out with more colors, options, etc. in September and have a bunch of. IPO customers who ordered August 2nd. Um, yeah, but any even if they release information of new colors, people can always make changes to theirs. But I do like your idea that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of maybe encouraged by this, that for one, what I like is the fact that we do have uh, scheduling happening in the month of August for our 22 orders. So at least then that's less orders we have to do deal with reordering in, in for in 23. So I like that idea and that thought for so for dealers and hopefully we get a lot of allocations for August for our current 22s. But that's what I'm encouraged. I'm hoping that we have a you know maybe they prolong and they schedule into the maybe the week of the 25th or even longer in August uh, so that we can get more of the 22 scheduled and uh less carryover is my hope on that and that maybe they're going to extend production through the, the the whole month of october uh for 22s so that's kind of what i was looking at maybe be encouraged for those that have a 22 and uh so they don't have to do a 23 order as well all right dion said i have a maverick priority two uh is there a change it might uh get built this model year um just because it's a party two doesn't mean it will get built. Um, basically, it's a party two because it's an older order. So usually they're given the older orders, those priority twos, so that they can be looked at first um, before any others with the same configuration. Joseph said, Alan MacArthur has a Ford verified that new Maverick color array has been seen recently. Um, has Ford verified that new Maverick color array that? Um, the ones that we found, uh, Ford hasn't necessarily confirmed, but it is on Ford's dealer site, which is pretty confident that that's those are probably accurate colors now whether or not that's a complete color list may not may uh, still be seen because they could add colors to that uh, but i don't see them taking away any colors that are on there so i think that uh, will be a bigger list possibly uh, but it should have at least those colors so uh, and then any colors that were in 22 that aren't on that list probably are discontinued is my my take like the velocity blue so uh, Jacob said, "Well, uh, that's a that's a lot. 170 orders. Yep. Well, out of 600, that's not too bad, really. Uh, I think most dealers are about the same percentage-wise. Um, so you got to remember we had uh, 591 orders too. So, uh, so that means that we've, you know, we've had, you know, we've delivered over 250 orders so far. Um, uh, 250 Mavericks, I should say. And we still, you know, we have about. I know we have about 80 that are waiting to be uh, built in the month of August. So August is going to be a big." production month for us i know um at least 80 uh, i think 90 are, are set to be built in the month of august and we have about 20 to 30 that are in transit right now so all right many of us uh matter truck club have now looked at our status and it has changed from in production to ordered uh, uh, or what has before in production we seem to be go going backwards Okay, so you were saying it was in production like it was uh, scheduled, and now it's saying uh, it's been moved to order. Hmm. Well, 
I'll look into that, Dorothy. So maybe I can look at some of our orders and see if any of our orders that have have, have scheduled dates have been changed. But I wouldn't, you know, and I could see them pushing those back and not scheduling any more until they fix that. But I don't see them actually like taking completely out of not being scheduled. So we'll have to look into that. How can I trade in uh, for your dealership in Kansas? Oh yeah, well that's true. <laughs> You're driving it up. You can drive it up, but still, even if you bought out your lease, you could sell it to like Carvana and some of those types of places uh, near you, and uh, they'll give you a lot more than what you're what you're left is on your left on your lease. So that's something to do. So if you get close to the end of your lease, you might consider getting a loan for that, and then seeing if a Carvana or something would buy it from you when you're ready to get your uh, when your Maverick comes in. So that's that's a that's a thought there too. Right. William says, I talked uh, a friend in uh, to buying a Maverick, but he said he would not wait a year or more like I have. So I told him if he gets a, an Echo, then he would only have to wait four to six months. Did I tell him that right? Um, I don't know. Oh, an EcoBoost. Um, that is going to, they'll probably get built faster um, just because there's a lot of people that will choose an EcoBoost. Um, and we know in twenty in twenty two model year the reason that we saw a smaller number of EcoBoost than hybrids for one we did have about two thirds wanting hybrid and about a third wanting the EcoBoost we did see that that kind of percentage wise and because they can build more EcoBoost than hybrids we we're seeing that they you know we that's going a lot faster so that's why it's getting those are getting produced faster because larger number and then they get to the point where there's no order so i can actually see 23 being a year where we may not as dealers be able to get stock hybrids but we might be able to get stock ecoboost towards the middle part of the year i could see that happening for dealers so um we have yet to be able to order a hybrid because uh, of the demand but you know right now with the ecoboost being out and they were they were out even later until end of what january of last year and could and could do those or could um could order those that i think probably this year we could see that shift as well to where dealers would actually have some stock mavericks towards a later part into 23 uh that that's a, my take on it so yeah i think william ruin a good you know if they want to wait shorter time look at getting an ecoboost uh ordering an ecoboost but if they're looking to get a new vehicle i i know ford's getting a bad rap right now and a lot of people have a ford on order so they're only seeing ford but if they actually look at some of the other manufacturers they're all having issues it's not just ford so going to a different vehicle is, you know, now looking for a used one, point taken. But uh, if you're wanting to get a new vehicle, this is probably going to be an issue on no matter what manufacturer you're looking at. Uh, now, it depends on the vehicle, though. Again, you know, get you're looking at Escape, Bronco Sport. You can get one of those ordered and scheduled a lot faster. Um, just it really depends on what model you're looking at. You know, the high demand model, the Maverick. You know, we're seeing the Bronco and some of those where the production numbers are low, but demand's high. Uh, those are going to struggle a little bit. But once where, um, you know, you know, the Bronco Sport's been out now for, you know, we're going on. It's, uh, is it this the third year? I think 21, 22. Yeah, so 23 is its third year. So there's more than that have been out for a little while. And so you can get a Bronco Sport a little bit quicker uh, as well. So Jack said, regarding leases, is it true Ford is going to stop letting leases be bought out? or not true or just limited models i don't think that they can really stop that so i mean because at the end of your lease you have those options and when they when you sign that lease you have that option of being able to do and make those those different options so you know i mean whether it happens or not i mean 
I know that Ford would rather have those back, sell them at the auction, make their money, and put it toward, put it into their into their uh, their profits and their banks. But um, I don't know. I mean, really, that's a contract, so you should still be able to do that. I was able to do it on my expedition, so um, hopefully they don't stop that. Clarence said, "My first edition just got pushed to eight fifteen from eight eight. Are you sure they have to make first editions this model? Yes, they will not make they will not make a VIN number with a twenty three uh, model year VIN as a and they won't make that in a first edition package with a twenty three model year VIN. So, and you gotta remember if they're gonna build into October, that's two months away from where you're at now. So if it's you know if they're gonna that's two months of having to push those orders, that's probably not gonna happen. So." Or they might be coming out with uh, the Top Gun edition in 23. Is that true? Um, I haven't heard any truth to that. I've heard rumors of that. That would be kind of fun to have a yeah, Top Gun edition, but uh, I don't, you know, there's a lot of rumors on different packages. And uh, we've seen pictures of, you know, trimmers out there. I think that's more likely because we've actually seen images of those. Um, you know, of course, I have, you know, known facts that there will be an ST. Uh, that's just when we see that is uh, is the question, but that will happen too. Uh, whereas on this this package, we haven't seen any images. I wouldn't think, you know, if I've seen one driven out on the road that somebody's gotten some spy photos of, then I'll maybe start thinking thinking it might be true. Um, so I'm sorry. Um, Dan said my order changed as well from scheduled to material hold. Okay, now that's a little different. If it goes from scheduled to material hold. Um, then I can see that being an issue. I think I knew that the batteries were an issue. So uh, Tim said, going back to my question about ordering t my 23 versus receiving my 22, I plan on going to a different dealer to order the 23. If the 22 comes in after I've ordered the 23, would Ford recognize my 23 has placed, but 22 has been built? Um, would Ford cancel 20? Ford will not cancel the order. Um, and you might be surprised at how many people order a vehicle and, and switch out every year. Uh, we see it here quite often. Uh, so we, we see people that will go ahead and trade a year every year. So they'll get a 22 and they'll trade it for a 23 because they want the newer feature or a new package or a newer color or something like that. We see that quite often. So Ford would not make that de determining that that customer really was just waiting on their 23. So they won't cancel your order. You'd actually have to have the dealer do that. Uh, all right. Steven said, if I order a 23 in August, how long can I expect a wait? Uh, I have a 22 uh, scheduled production, but not. I'm not sure what what. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. Okay, for one, uh, you probably haven't heard the news, Stephen. Um, you can't. We're not ordering in, in August now. They have pushed it back to September. So that's the first bad news I have for you there. Um, but if I order in August, how can I uh, long await? Um, if they if they hold to the first 23s being starting producing in October, then the first ones will start showing up at dealers in December. And I say that the first ones arriving, which means those first ones could be the 22s that got pushed to 23. Now, if they change the product when they start producing, that could change that that number. But the first ones should start arriving. The first 23 model year production vehicles should start delivering at dealers in December if they hold to the date that they're going to start producing in October. And I, I say that because I don't want people to put word, you know, say that this is that Tim said that they'll start arriving in December. Well, I guess you know December comes along. And I guess he was wrong. Well, again, that's based on information that we have that they're going to start producing in October. 
Um, they should be able to get the okay to buy on these now that they have the EPA testing pretty quickly on both hybrid and EcoBoost. So once they can start producing, uh, they're going to you know start producing in October. It's usually four to five weeks after they produce a vehicle that it shows up at the dealer. So, you know, late October, I figure late November, early December should be the first units. Um, first actual new 23s where they don't have a 22 rolled over, that could be January, February. All right, Don says my... Build date for my first edition is holding 488. Good luck. Hopefully it stays there. Uh, when will you know uh, what extras might be available for 23 Maverick? We don't know. Um, some people are thinking that because they moved it back, that, that maybe that means they'll, they'll go ahead and tell us information. I doubt it. Ford's um, not usually that nice. So, um, And, you know, that's something that I actually talked about with a colleague here is, is that, you know, the reason, you know, people were like, why don't they give us this information ahead of time? Well, in past, this has been the first year that we've actually seen them not, where you've not been able to order a vehicle the entire year. Most models uh, for, for years now until this year, you could like an F-150, for instance, you could order, you know, a 21 F-150 up until the, the day before you could order a 22 F-150. It, there was no lapse in that where they had too many in production uh, or in the order banks that they couldn't produce. So it would just, you just continued on to the next. So that's why they didn't worry about giving new order guides until the order banks opened up. And so that's because people weren't like in a hurry to get in line to order that new model year that day. Um, but with uh, that's where Ford needs to make a shift in their thinking. They need to, they need to be able to adapt with the demand of what's going on. So in this case, you know, you see that the 22s uh, or the 22s were, were, were stopped on almost every model, um, except for like, I think we have like one or two models right now. You can still order a 22 on the rest of them have been closed out and waiting for the order banks to open up. Well, now you have people that have a pent up demand. So especially on the Maverick, you have people that in February are like, well, I want to order one. I can't order one. So they've been waiting since February. So you got February, March, you have all these months they've been waiting to order, giving us that information ahead of time so they can make an informed decision and they can get that order in. And it used to be that it wasn't a rush to get your order in the first day, you know, because it wasn't that big of a deal. Well, now it is because there's so many people that have been waiting to order that they want to order that first day because they know what it was like for 22 People in June that ordered were getting theirs in, you know, December, whereas people that ordered in, in, in July even, some of them uh, are still waiting. Uh, just depends on how they had their ordered. So um, so they know that it's very important to get that order in right away. So um, it'd be nice to get that ahead of time, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think they're just delaying everything. Order guides are going to get delayed. Everything's going to get delayed back to September. Um, so... All right, Dorothy said the status change uh, was after clicking on accept and track on the Ford site. Uh, you have to look because, you know, our what we see on the back end, our vehicle visibility report, uh, that actually, it looks a little bit different uh, than what you're seeing on the tracker. And that only gives you just basic information. We can get more detailed information on there. So we'll have to look up some of these when I get a chance here. All right, Pam said there has been information about EV leases uh, being closed ended. Is that uh, due to the recycling of batteries, as uh, as I recall? I believe so. I know that um, leases on EVs are, like, non-existent. Um, I didn't lease mine. Um, I think they have an options, that's what they call it, at the end of a term. So they make it more of a term with options uh, where, you know, you're not out as much. And uh, But 
and you know, and, and to be honest, I'm not in finance, so I don't go over that too much and, and learn too much about that. But um, I think that's uh, what we're seeing on some of those. But I, I don't know. Uh, and if they change that, I could see that on EVs possibly. Um, so uh, Jeremy said, good evening, Tim. I have had a build week of August 8th for a month or so. Um, today I call forward uh, and I was told my build date was is the 4th of August. So yours moved up. So that's good uh, because it's down to the day. Now that uh, is that the date some somewhat set in stone, so to speak. I understand. Yes. Um, although mine did move the the day once I actually got a day on my lightning, it actually did move twice. It moved back and up. Um, so it could still move within that week, but it should stay in that week. Um, but at this point, you're getting close enough that yeah, that's probably not going to move. It'll probably be August fourth. So. And that's good to see yours got moved up. So I don't know if you had an EcoBoost or not, but, uh, you know, it's good to see that everybody's getting pushed back. So seeing somebody get pushed, pushed, moved forward means they still want to produce as many as they do. So they might just be moving some around based on some of the parts. All right, John said Ford is considering making new leases closed-end leases and not open-end leases with the option to buy, mainly on the Lightning. It was in Ford Authority about three weeks ago. I missed that article. I'll have to look back at that article, but that I could see, um, you know, I did, I think I did see that and that might be why I didn't have the option myself on my lightning. So thanks, John. Appreciate that. All right. John, another John said, will the order banks for 23 Bronco Sport be pushed back to September as well? Since Bronco Sport and Maverick may be in the same production plant. Um, will there be any changes that may have, uh, here's, uh, the 23 Bronco Sport. I am looking at 23 Bronco Sport and needing information. Okay, so um, I had asked about specifically about the Maverick, and so I don't actually think the dealers have been given any information yet on that it's September. Um, the reason I received some information was that I had reached out to the zone uh, rep uh, yesterday and said, are these dates right? And she says, I'll let you know if it's something's different tomorrow. So she knew I wanted information on the Maverick. So I'll have to ask her if any other dates moved as well. Um, but as far as I, I know, the rest of the dates haven't been moved, but doesn't mean they haven't. So, um, we'll just have to see since that is next week, you'd think they would give us some sort of dealer bulletin and let us know. So just like for us, we were printing orders. We were getting orders ready to even today, ready to go for the second. And they need to know a little bit heads up would be great. I mean, not even a week is not heads up. And really, like I said, they have not, I mean, I even looked right before the live stream, you know, I said, hey, does Ford put in any bulletin? Nope, still nothing. So nothing from today for any any messages or anything on Ford's uh, internal website. So it'd be really nice if they kind of let us know some things ahead of time, uh, and they just aren't. So, all right, that's fine. That the private lease companies would still be able to do open and leases. So I would assume on the leasing, I don't know, but I would assume that right now at least people that are in the middle of their lease i, I think that they still would have to be open um as part of that contract i would think uh, uh eb is probably eco boosts um james is probably what they're talking about all right yeah oh there somebody already answered that so i'm way behind sorry <laughs> joseph said sorry if i missed your answer but why do you think ford did this um yeah, I kind of mentioned earlier that I think that um, they said somebody I heard somebody say that their zone rep told them it was because of a commodity constraint uh, that it got moved back. So maybe parts uh, my 
what I'm wondering is if that's true, then maybe there's a new package or a new configuration for 23 that's different than 22. And that's why they had to push it back because those parts weren't ready for that. So let's say, for instance, let's say where they were going to the that back seat was going to a 6040 instead of a bench. And so maybe they don't have that those those uh, parts and such to be able to do that on the new model to retool the factory in that, you know, in October. And so that's why they pushed those back to September. So uh, I don't know. That's just something I heard somebody say that their their zoner up said it was because of commodity constraint. Uh, so why it would affect the, tw the not the 22s, but it would affect the 23s could be for something different that they're doing for 23, a change to the 23 and a configuration change uh, to all of the Mavericks probably, or at least most of them. So uh, that's actually could be commonly, if that's the case, it would be encouraging to see that knowing that they're going to make some significant change. Um, maybe it's a new package that they want to make available at the launch in 23 and not have to be a mid-year launch. That could be encouraging as well, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, all right, Robert said, should I buy out my lease and sell to my Subaru dealer uh, or to who you said? Um, well, more than likely, well, you could do that. I mean, if you buy your lease and then, you know, you talk to your, your dealer, I'm assuming you have a Subaru, then they may be really will, willing to, to give you um, some money for that. Uh, or Carvana, um, what are some other, uh, Vroom, I think. Um, some of those others, uh, there's some out there. Another C one I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, uh, but there's some out there that are that are wanting used cars, and that's their market, and that's all they do is sell used cars, like Carvana does. Then you're gonna they'll they'll buy that inventory from you. Um, we're seeing that with Maverick right now, where people are you know you know I had heard of somebody the other day that said, well I need to cancel my they they were canceling a warranty they had on their Maverick because he said somebody offered me something I couldn't refuse, so I sold it to him. And now they're without a vehicle, so or whatever. They're with a different. They had another vehicle, so it worked out for them. But um, because they're getting good money for all these vehicles, so um, you know, especially if you're buying one at MSRP, a new one, they're bringing good money on those used ones. And in your case, you probably got a good deal when you've got it uh, a couple of years ago before when your lease started. So um, you know, looking at Carvana or something like that to sell it to, or even that that Subaru dealer, buy out your lease. You know, and or, you know, hey, I'd be willing to sell this to you. Then you sell it to them. You buy it, your lease. Um, so one of those two options, I think you should look at that. You should see the what's you should see what the value is of yours. Go to KBB and evaluate it and see what the value is. Compare it to your residual. And then that makes a good determining. You will have to pay sales tax, at least in Kansas. You do. If I bought the lease and like my fusion was, a, I think a residual was like twelve thousand dollars. Right. So I looked and it was worth $24,000. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I bought out the lease. I had to pay the sales tax on that $12,000. But at that point, now I'm ahead and I can go ahead and trade it in. I can sell it and then I can make that profit. So, uh, you know, my, my F-150 on my, uh, on when I went over to my Lightning was about a $15,000 of equity, you know? And yes, I bought it on D plan back in 2020, but um, you know, it's amazing what it's still bringing. So anyway. On to the questions. Jeremy said, I ordered a Lariat Lux EcoBoost uh, all-wheel drive with uh, sunroof and 4K towing. I ordered 1028. Um, okay, there you go. So, um, and you ordered in October. You should actually be scheduled by now. I'd be a little concerned uh, with an October EcoBoost order. I would be concerned you're not scheduled yet. Uh, I think most of ours are November. Or December, I mean. I think we have one in November for some reason. Um, but the rest of ours are like mid to late December. 
that are unscheduled still. So I would, um, if you're not scheduled yet, you might check and make sure you have a certified or an approved order, I should say, a COVP, COVP order. All right, Dave said, is uh, here a firm date or week when they will stop scheduling 22 builds and putting up a closed sign? Um, they told us it was going to be August 18th, but that might have changed now with them moving back the 23 ordering into September. That may be going through the full month of August. So there's going to be a pretty good month of scheduling going on in the month of August still. So um, you ordered 1221. So ah, that's actually, you know, according to ours, I mean, if you ordered 1221, you could really probably get scheduled uh, in the um, month of August. So good luck to you there. All right, Christian said, any chance Maverick has all-wheel drive, hybrid all-wheel drive in 23? I don't know. They haven't released, they they won't release any information until the order guides come out. Um, if they release any information, it'll be like they did on the F-150, where they released like a sneak peek of the Heritage package, and they did something with that Rattler. They may do something like that with a package, um, but whether or not all-wheel drive is going to be available, they have not released any information on that yet. All right, so... KBB, yeah. Um, so, uh, Robert, you can just put in kbb.com. So, there you go. James put in Carvana right there for you. Home of the uh, car elevator. <laughs> Bending machine, that's what they call it. So, there you go. All right. Uh, Jeremy said, I was uh, the one who asked about the build day of August 4th. Oh, okay. Um, let me go back here. Sorry, I'm... I only see like this much on the screen. So, um, oh, so you ordered the 28th and then you have a build date in August. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> oh, all right. Carvana will pay more than KBB in general, depending on your vehicle. Yep. Um, hi, Tim. Uh, welcome, Patricia. All right. Hi, Tim. Thanks uh, for the tip on Apple CarPlay. Uh, please keep tips coming. I'll do that so cool cool and i do actually have i don't know if you've seen the videos i did i have a playlist on the different maverick stuff i have a tutorial on the interior uh screen or dash like if you're in the driver's seat of where what all the buttons do and where they're at located and everything and i actually have one on the bed uh that went over on the bed i don't know if you saw those videos but check out our channel i have one on i think it's called maverick um delivery home a home delivery or something maverick home delivery and i have a couple videos in there so you might check those out too so maybe there's something in there that will help you out so and i'll i'll try to keep those coming and kind of talk about those a little bit so thanks for the suggestions all right I need to get a drink here all right any other questions I just ran right through those in 30 minutes and and we have no questions, right? <laughs> All right. Hey, Tim, do you know how my order M35M H is doing? No. Let me look. We only had two of ours schedule, uh, vehicle lines scheduled today, uh, F-150s and um, Super Duties, so... Look at Maverick. In case you're wondering. So
Alright, M35H. Right there. It is has a scheduled to week. That's a good thing. Alright. Well, it says scheduled to week, but it's not showing. Okay. So it's scheduled to the week of 815 right now. So you're 8 815 right now and don't have a scheduled a day yet. So but that should be happening soon. We're only two weeks away from that. So probably next week you'll probably get a scheduled today date that I can share with you. So All right, what's the coolest feature you've discovered on your new uh, Lightning? Um, one of the things that I do I uh, think is fun to check out on the Lightning is, of course, mine, mine is a Larry, so it has a big 15-and-a-half-inch screen, which is like a, uh, my grandson says, it's, you have a tablet. <laughs> so a tablet in my car, a big one. Um, anyway, so but one of the things I like is it has the my trip. So it has it, it analyzes uh, the trip that I'm doing, how well I'm doing. I love looking at it because it shows your climate control. Uh, so what percent of your battery is being used for your different devices? So it has my climate control, the driving, and it has uh, accessories, and then it has your exterior. So probably the fans and such, and that they need to run. That takes that takes battery power, right, to, to run those. And so I love looking at that because sometimes I'll get in the vehicle in the morning and it's nice out and it's not hot. I'll just open the windows, the back, um, the sliding rear window, and I'll run without the climate just so that I can get more of the driving percentage. So I like to see how much of my my um, my trip is going towards just driving and not towards accessory or exterior. So I've had some trips where it's like 85% went to the driving and I had like 15% went to the exterior because I just started up that morning. I didn't let it, you know, if I'm, if I'm plugged in and I like basically precondition the interior, I can do that. It turns those fans on and runs those fans on the, uh, the, when I'm plugged in and using that battery, that power, if I want to, which I don't have mine set up at my house yet. Uh, but what I really like is being able to see that. So that's pretty cool. That's probably one of, the, the, one of my favorite things right now, but, um, you know, it's pretty cool, uh, to do that, um, when I'm driving. And so, and just experiencing that although one pedal driving is i love one pedal driving it's so fun so and i need to do now that they push back <laughs> ordering is not august 2nd i might actually do some videos and go well i can take my time then so i might actually take some time and go actually do some videos i haven't had time to do record any videos recently so i probably need to do that there's a lot of f-150 videos i still have not gotten to so i need to record those so i'll probably start recording some videos uh, a little bit, but we do have our event coming up in just a couple weeks. So, in fact, Joseph mentioned it there too. Are you going to have T-shirts for the first annual meeting meetup? We don't think we'd planned on that. We have other we have other things that we're giving out, but T-shirts isn't one of those uh, for the event. So, but but done that. So, all right, no problem, Millie. All right. What range in miles are you getting with the Lightning? Um, well, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, so I got it. I had 90, 90% charge, and it said my my mileage was 290 when I got it. Um, and then I've driven about 300 miles, and I have charged it a couple times, but not all the way up. So I got down to about 70 miles of range, and I charged it up to over, just over 100 one afternoon at a place with a, with a smaller um, – well, right here at the dealership, we have a couple here, and they're both like a 30 and a 40 amp, so they don't charge very fast. Um, and so I use those to charge a couple times uh, for about four hours each time. And so I don't know uh, what my range is going to be yet. I don't have full range until I can like charge it all the way completely up. So 
Um, I am probably either this weekend or sometime, I might go down. There's a Casey's near my house that has a fast charger. I might go down there just to, out of curiosity to see how quickly it, it charges up and uh, just to try to get as close to like that 80% as I can and then get a good gauge there. But I like to look and see how many miles per kilowatt hour I'm getting. And right now I'm running around three, uh, two to two to three usually in most trips. But usually like a lot of times if I have my windows rolled down, I can get about three kilowatt uh, or three miles per kilowatt hour. So, um, and I actually wanted to put this out on social media to see what's a good number for that. <laughs> what's a good number for, you know, that? Because I look at it as if it's, uh, and I have to look up too. I can't remember from my initial videos how big the battery is on extended range. But, you know, my thinking is if it's 100 uh, kilowatt battery, and I'm getting three, that's 300 miles. So I'm probably getting pretty close to that range. Um, so it really depends on that. I think it's actually one. I don't know, I want to say 131, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So anyway, so it's kind of having fun with that. After a year or more, have you answered all of my questions? I mainly listen uh, to hear anything new or just plain interesting. Cool. Well, thanks. Yep, I'm. that's what I'm here for, to help everybody out. So Pam said, do you have any insight into why Ford seems to never mention the Maverick when discussing new or high-demand vehicles? For example, when talking about the new tougher policies about markups or selling wholesale to brokers. Um, well, actually, um, you know, the I mentioned on Tuesday, uh, that really had to go with any model, but they were saying in general, the the ones that are on high high demand or they're finding a lot of people wanting that high demand vehicles because they have the bigger markup. So like right now, you know, an, an F-150 Raptor R, they're going for 50 grand more over. Well, you wouldn't see that on a Maverick. So, and then the Lightning's going for like 30K over as well. So seeing that, that's a big markup. And granted, the Maverick's like 10 people marking them up 10 grand. Um, but, you know, and even we're doing that. So what, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the, the markup over, over the market value, but it's selling to brokers instead of selling to people. And that's the big deal there. But, um, you know, they, it will be nice to see, you know, and I, I'm one too that I, I really hate that that you know even us that we're pricing vehicles over msrp i'd love to be able to just you know we like to be very competitive and not be able to do that but as long as people are wanting to pay it we would be you know it wouldn't be a great you know idea for us as a business to not you know not be willing to get whatever you know we can out of a vehicle you know if we know that a vehicle is going for you know five grand over um you know we had this and where this came about where we had this this thought was we had about a year ago we were selling super duties at msrp um we had somebody out of wichita buy him a, a vehicle from us msrp they went down to wichita to the auction put that same truck a week later through the auction and got five grand more out of it at the auction than what they paid for it from us. And they were an individual. And so that's where, cause we actually had someone at that auction and that's how we knew that was happening. So that's where it was a clue to us that, okay, the auction prices are not MSRP. The auction prices are $5,000 over MSRP. It was a big uh, red flag to us. And, you know, so not necessarily that we should get all the profit, but, you know, that's what we're going to see happen. You're going to see us having no inventory at all because we sold everything in MSRP. And then you have people that are buying them just to flip them and they're going to make the five or $10,000, sell them at the auctions and sell them to Carvana and everything. Carvana is going to be loaded on these vehicles, which right now you can see they are loaded on Mavericks right now. Uh, so, 
you know, that's, that's where you look at that. So, um, so we look at what market value is. So we are very um, proud that we will do now. We are marking our vehicles up and we're not going to ever say that we, we won't necessarily mark a vehicle up. Um, but what we like to do is see what that auction price is. What are they selling for the auction? And that's usually what we go for. So we don't, we're not trying to get retail pricing for our new vehicles. Um, even back in the day when, you know, we were selling vehicles at invoice pricing instead of MSRP pricing, you know, um, uh, pre COVID. And so the same thing goes to these, you know, we see people that are selling, you know, Mavericks at 10 and even 12, even 15,000 over MSRP, where we're still holding off to the five and $7,500 over. Cause that's what auction prices dictate on those. So we always want to be able to sell our vehicles at wholesale, which would be auction prices. So anyway, just kind of wanted to, Hopefully people understand that. So Patricia said, uh, Tim, where do I find your videos for the Maverick tutorial? Uh, go to our YouTube channel. I think within our channel, I know on my end, I can search just our channel, but um, look into the playlist. I have a playlist. So if you click, go to our YouTube channel and click on playlists, then you can see the different playlists that I have. And one of the playlists is uh, Maverick Home Deliveries, I believe. Let me see if I can pull that up. See if I can get this pulled up here for us. Go over here briefly. That's not pulling up. It's taking forever. Oop. There we go. So. So if you go to our YouTube channel, see, see perks, um, and then go to playlists. Oop, I just clicked on a video. So up here at the top, you have playlists. So click on the playlist and you can see all the different playlists we have. So, and it may, you may have to search for a while. There it is. Uh, so Ford Maverick remote delivery. And so I have three videos on remote delivery. So you can see the flex bed, I do a driver overview, and I did one about technology tips and um, technology uh, in there, but you can find those different ones. And then also, um, if you want other how-to videos, I have my Tech Tuesday videos that I did. Um, close that. They're, they're right here. And then um, I have some other how-to videos. I always, on, on any of my models, you can see I've been doing these videos on the walk-arounds. <laughs> you can see how old these are. So they're going back 2019, 2018. Our building has really changed over the years in that picture building. Yep. So, so 2018 was like the first year. Oh, 2017, where I did model presentations. But uh, we do have our how-to videos. Um, where are those at? There we go. So they're they're a little bit further down because I've started that playlist so long ago. They're sorted that way. But I have 34 how-to videos in the playlist. So you can check out some of those as well. So, uh, so there you go. All right, getting some more questions here. All right, Mark said my uh, Maverick was built 620, arrived in KC 74. Okay, and is there still there as of today? Any ideas as to where it's going, what's going on? My dealer doesn't know anything as to why. We have one that's been there a long time too, um, but we started receiving some of them recently. So hopefully yours is coming real soon. Um, but we have seen that happen um, with some in Kansas City as well. So they're way behind there. Um, you know, some of our vehicles are coming through like mine and the other Lightning that just, we just got. Those are coming through 
right away because they want to get those lightnings out on the road, which isn't fair. I know how you feel because my expedition's been built for four months. It's still sitting in Kentucky and still has yet to be shipped out. And I'm getting, I'm very frustrated too. Um, but we're seeing that too. We, we saw, uh, we had somebody, one of our orders, I think theirs was in Kansas City in June. No, it was May. I think it was May and we still hadn't received it in July. I think we received it now. Hopefully I hadn't checked back with that one, but, um, so, but yeah, hopefully though, I think they're, they're starting to get better. We have received quite a few of those Mavericks that were sitting in Kansas City for a while. So hopefully we see yours real soon as well. It's, wow, it's clear, clear at the end. Now, one of the things they can do is if it's in Kansas City, your dealer should be able to reach out to their, to your zone rep and they should be able to have the shippers in that area look for your vehicle and get it on the next truck. So you might see if your zone rep can reach out or your dealer can reach out to the zone rep. We've had really good luck with that. I've reached out on several vehicles to the zone rep and then got those really quickly afterwards. If it isn't, if it's off the ramp in Kansas City, uh, then they usually can find it and they, they can get it on a truck for you. So Clarence says, with your lightning, do uh, go to a quiet road come to a stop, then mash the gas pedal. I <laughs> think you're being launched on an aircraft. Yeah, I actually did that and my grandson didn't like it. <laughs> so, last night we we did that and I got on the street and I probably was going like five or something when it kind of took off and then I just I just gunned it. And every, all of us just moved back in our seats and yes, that is so much power. It is crazy. So yeah. Uh, do you go online to Carvana or do you have to go directly to Carvana dealer tower? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't done it myself. I just know people have told me that they've gone there and they've had their vehicle looked at. And I don't know if they've just sent pictures and such um, or what they've done there, but um, you may have to just contact Carvana and see, but not sure. Maybe some people in here will tell you. Uh, Pam said, what? Uh, but they they never even acknowledge it's out here, black sheep. Hmm. Really? Is that? Okay. I might be looking at something else. Okay. Uh, no Mav commercials. Yeah, well, you probably won't see Maverick commercials because you can't can't get one at a dealer right now. So, you know. Uh, what is the fuel mileage of an EcoBoost? All right. So fuel mileage for EcoBoost, upper 20s, I believe. So big highway, it's you're probably looking close to 30, like 29, city, mid-20s. No matter. Okay. James said, total support that Alma Carter is doing uh, given the market. Most people who say they will not pay over MSRP would gladly sell it, uh, sell for a big profit. Yeah. You know, I always have used that analogy with that and not going back to that, but just, just briefly, uh, analogy for that is if you were selling your house and you knew what your, you know, what the market was or when you bought your house, but somebody was willing to give you more than that, you probably take it. I mean, and that's the same kind of the premise there. And like you look at your trade, you know, trade in values, you know, I mean, you know, you, you look and look at that. And like with mine, you know, mine was worth 15,000 more than, you know, my, my loan was worth and I don't pay extra on my loan. And I didn't pay, put money down when I got my loan, you know, to have 15,000 more, I, you know, when I go to my used car manager, say that's probably too much. I only just, just give me 35, 40. I'll be okay. No, I, you know, I don't say a word. And then when it was five grand more than what I thought he was going to put in it, I'm like, yep, I'll take it. I didn't tell him that my, my thought was 40,000, 
when he was at 45, I waited for his number and I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. So, and that's, that's within the dealership. That's my own used car manager. So, I mean, I'll take every penny, every penny I can get. So, I mean, I mean, that's just less money than I have to, you know, finance. So anyway, all right, there you go, John. Thank you for putting that, those numbers in there. Yeah. So mid, low twenties, uh, uh, upper thirties, or I mean to upper 29 for the highway. So there you go. You guys are on it because I'm way behind. <laughs> hope you uh, hope your vehicle isn't in the flood area. You didn't have to say that, Louie. <laughs> I hope my wife's not watching the live stream. <laughs> oh, geez. I just want to drive down there <laughs> in my lightning <laughs> and see. Oh, boy. Uh, Marlies. Is that Marlies? Marlis? Marlis? Uh, what is the upcharge to go with an EcoBoost on my 22? Um, I do know if you, um, the standard, the hybrid was the standard price on those. And when you went to EcoBoost last year, it was $1,000 $1, more. But right now the price showing online is like $500 more or four and some change uh, more to go to EcoBoost. So it is a little bit more right now. So we'll just have to see if they hold to those numbers or not. All right, Pam said Carvana uh, online totally. You can go to Carvana location, but not necessary. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. And Roy said, realistically, I'm getting low 20s mile per gallon with my XL all-wheel drive and 4K. Okay. And in town's going to be, you know, a lot different. Uh, you know, that's where the difference is between your hybrid and your ego. So I would, you know, what I recommend to people is if, uh, you know, if you're going to be driving a lot of city driving, and not as much on the highway, then I would say hybrid is the way to go. You're going to get, that's where you get your 42 miles per gallon. And when you're going to see that 42 miles per gallon is on your commutes. It's on your city driving. Uh, if you're driving a lot on the highway and your your commute is highway driving 90% of the time, then EcoBoost is the way to go because you're not going to see any difference in the fuel economy on the highway as you do on the hybrid or an EcoBoost. They both should have about the same on the highway, about 30 uh, or upper 20s on the highway, it's the city driving, you're going to see the difference. Your EcoBoost is going to be in that low 20s, whereas your hybrid is going to be in the 40s. So that's where you're going to see that difference is the city driving. So that's where I, you, know, you got to look and evaluate, you know, what type of driving you're going to use most of the time and look at it that way. And then also see too, uh, if you're wanting to tow with that truck, um, you know, EcoBoost would be the way to go if you want to get that 4K tow package, go all-wheel drive EcoBoost, with the 4K tow package, if you know you want to pull a trailer or a camper to that campsite on the weekends and such, then EcoBoost would have to be the way to go. Um, if you have a smaller like pop-up or something that's around 2,000 pounds, hybrid can work. Um, hopefully, they come up with all-wheel drive next year and you can bump that mileage, that that uh, towing just a little bit, and maybe get a 4K tow package. Uh, so we'll see what happens for 23. But uh, otherwise, if you're planning needing to tow over 2,000 pounds, EcoBoost all-wheel drive is the way to go. Um, otherwise, city driving, the hybrid will be the most efficient for you. So, All right. There you go, Roy. So I like going fast. Yep. And that's going to be that's going to be the what's going to hurt my range and my lightning <laughs> is that it's really fun to be beside somebody <laughs> at a stoplight and press that and get to 40 miles an hour in about a second. <laughs> that's so cool. And to see that, look in the rearview mirror because they're not even in the side of me, <laughs> the rearview mirror, and see them still back there going, 
uh, what just happened? <laughs> uh, so, so that's kind of fun. So I, I do that from time to time, but um, yeah. Cause I can always plug it in. Cause if I'm uh, most of my commute is around town, uh, I already figured out, I can probably go two weeks without having to charge the vehicle at all, you know, and then charge it, you know, every, you know, every two weeks uh, to full and it'll get me by for two more weeks. without having to charge it again. So I figured out that's mine. So I can go a little fast, have a little fun with it. I know my range isn't going to be as good. Um, you know, and, uh, but if I go on a trip, I might drive differently. So uh, knowing that, um, how I want to get, uh, get to those, uh, those different power stations there. All right. Any other questions? We're getting close to seven. By the way, if you guys are going to be in the area, some of you that are in this, from this area, I will be speaking at the Tri-Rivers Fair on electrified vehicles. So if you want to, I think it's going to be Saturday, August 6th. Don't know what time yet. They haven't come out with the schedule. But I think it's going to be that morning. Um, but we'll be doing that. And the Thursday before that, on the 4th at the fair, right by the um, Tony's Event Center, they're doing a touch a truck. So I'm going to actually take the lightning out there. And I probably will not be live streaming next week because of that, because it is actually at 6 p.m. our time here. Uh, so I'll probably be... Um, I do that instead of the live stream. I might do a live there, but I won't do a live Q and A. Um, but that'll be kind of fun. Uh, so I can, we'll take the lightning out. I'll see if we can take some other trucks out there too. Um, and I'm sure there's some other people's, you know, cool trucks that'll be there too to check out. So uh, we might do a live stream that night. Um, but um, but I probably won't do a live Q and A next week because I'll be, uh, I'll have the lightning out there and we'll do that and have fun with that. So if you're in the area, come on by. All right, Charles said, Tim, when you say cool, cool, that reminds me of Jake uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. All right, Steve said, this delay, oh, wait, just moved on me. This delay might be due to the severe water shortage in uh, that region of Mexico. Someone told me that everyone is only allowed three hours of water usage. Ah, didn't know that. Per day. Food for thought. Thanks, Steve. Robert said, uh, okay, thanks again for the info. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Roy said, Tim, I know this is blasphemy to a Ford guy, but have you ever driven a Tesla? And how does uh, the drive compare to your Lightning, the acceleration? Um, yes, um, I have driven one. Uh, not like a lot, but I have driven one before. It's been a, a couple years now. And, yeah, even the Teslas. I think if you have any electrified vehicle, they just have uh, all of them have the power. Basically, it's it's instant acceleration. So when you, um, because there's no downshifting or anything, when you put the pedal down, you're going to have power there completely. Whether you, even if you have a Tesla, Mach-E, Lightning, all of them, um, great thing. Any, any, especially any of them with a dual motor. You know, if they have a dual motor, they're going to, they're going to be like a rocket, no matter which brand you, you're looking at. So, um, but yes, uh, even the Teslas have really good power too. So there but i will say i know that in uh, looking at consumer reports and such that tesla has had some bad marks and quality there and i will say on the now and just time will tell but um what i love about the lightning too is that because i've driven you know the, the 2020 f-150 of course i drive a lot of the trucks around here you know being a ford truck but even for an f-150 this one drives so much different i mean it's so smooth it's so um, not only quiet, but just balanced. Normally, if you hit, like, there's a couple bumps here in town that when I hit, 
I can I can feel my bed the bed back there kind of like shift because that doesn't have the independent rear suspension. But on that Maverick or on the Lightning, I have rear independent suspension, so it's just like it just handles the bumps so much better. It just it's so balanced, and it just rides right through those. So it just it has a better ride because of the the shock system that's underneath that, uh, because of the dual motors and the the rear independent suspension as well. So it just has a very smooth uh ride to it so yeah very very cool there so uh all right so james had, had a nissan leaf in 2011 zero to uh, 60 and four seconds really cut into my range though yeah see that that's i know how i drive will cut into my range some that's why i hate telling people my range because i'm like well <laughs> that's based on having fun <laughs> um so how much how fast will the maverick go from uh hybrid go from start I'm not sure, but you do have a combination because if you look at the numbers on the on that, and I have to look them up, I can't remember them, but it's it's hard for the, it to kind of give you a, a rough uh, horsepower based on both of them together. Usually, they show you what the horsepower is with just the EcoBoost and the motor, and not the hybrid combined. When you put the hybrid with the EcoBoost, it actually feels like it has a little more power than your EcoBoost does, uh, or at least it carries you a lot faster because of that because it's it's using both of those, but. Uh, Tesla road uh, test, uh, but I'd never buy one. I like Maki or Lightning first. So, Maki's a great vehicle too. So, yeah. So, anyway, any other questions? If not, I think we'll close her down for the evening. But don't forget, Tuesday night we'll be live. I'll hopefully get some more information between now and then about you know why things got moved, uh, some information on you know, you know what we can expect. For some of this, uh, what's the 22 carryovers look like? Are we going to be able to do the, is it going to still be the same day or because of this move? I'll try to get some information if I can on the uh, Maverick. And I'll get information on if the other order banks moved as well. If it just is a Maverick, if we'll still be able to order the Bronco Sport and the others uh, on the second or not. So we'll try to get more information and put that, uh, of course, Tuesday is the second. So... Um, by then, you guys should know. So I'll try to put that out there on social media. So make sure you're following that uh, and uh, post that out. And then we'll uh, – and I might actually do a video. If I find out that those dates aren't moved, I will do a video on that as well. Uh, I think you guys appreciate getting that getting that information, whether you're looking to get a Maverick or any vehicle. I've had a lot of people say, hey, do you have uh, – you have anybody that knows about Mustangs, uh, knows all things Mustang? And I'm like, well – Actually, I know about all the models. It's just what people are asking and wanting the information is what I try to deliver. So if you have questions about the any other models, I'm here to help you. I can get you information, and I know a lot of the information on the other models as well. As you can see from the all the videos that I do on the different models, see if I can pull that back up. You can see all the different video and playlists that I do on the different models that I do the, the thorough walk-arounds on all the models, 22 Explorer, the Bronco, all of them, Bronco Sport, Ranger, Expedition, you know, so I know the information on those as well. Uh, it's just everybody's asking me about the Maverick because it's a new model. So uh, that's kind of what, what why we're uh, kind of looking at it that way. So anyway, so Kevin, thanks for joining us. We are actually heading out for the night. You can watch the replay here in just a little bit if you want. Uh, but thank you, and uh, I'll tell Sarah you said hi, and... Any other last questions here? We got, um, let's see here. Thanks, Sarah, for her help. Yes, I will do that. Sarah has been a great help. Uh, if you guys have, some of you have called in and tried to reach me, uh, Sarah's been able to answer a lot of your guys' questions. 
Um, I don't mind talking to you. I just, I, cause I'm trying to get some of the content out and such and help everybody out. Um, Sarah's been a great help. She knows the stuff, uh, when it comes to a lot of this, cause she's in all these, she listens and she's right here and we, uh, work together. So if you have questions, uh, call the, the dealership, Sarah uh, has been a big help for that and answering a lot of questions through email as well. And especially to those that know a lot of you in here are members, it seems like. And so a lot of you that members as well that you're reaching out to her and she's helping you out. So. Um, so yes, I will let her know uh, she's doing a good job. So, all right. So I'm going to leave the building too there, William. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Don't forget, check my live stream, youtube.com forward slash Law MacArthur next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We will not do a Q&A live stream next Thursday night. Uh, and uh, other than that, I'll try to get a video out and get update you on if any of those other order guides moved, or I mean order bank openings moved or not, and we'll get a video out on that. Uh, but until then, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining me tonight. Have a good night.